I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to today's independent travel podcast with me, Simon Calder. As you can probably hear from the noise, I'm on a plane. I've actually waited until the descent begins to reduce the engine noise and the reason I'm talking today is because I want to talk about pricing of travel products and in particular when you book well ahead but then find that the price has fallen in between. Now for this Ryanair flight from Stansted to the Swedish city of Vosterus which I'm very much looking forward to seeing I paid £33. I dare say some of my fellow passengers paid less than that. With Ryanair, the starting price tends to be about sort of twenty pounds or so. Uh, there's, I'm just looking around, uh, a couple of dozen empty seats on this, so it hasn't been selling especially well. Ryanair likes to fill ninety-five percent of its uh, seats, so. I know from past experience that Ryanair will have tweaked the price of this particular flight many times since it first went on sale. And if I can talk more widely about pricing, of course anybody who's prepared to commit a substantial amount of money a long way ahead for a travel product should morally enjoy a better deal than someone who puts closer to departure and whether companies are selling flights trains or ferries they would ideally want to see that happen because it means that they will be able to reward people who commit and hand over large wadges of cash well in advance and at the same time maximising prices from people who dawdle and don't book in time. And every company that sells travel will have a kind of dream booking curve that it hopes to achieve. That would be steadily increasing um, both the number of sales and the price of the product. So day one when it goes on sale you might sell a couple of seats. Two months in you'd expect to sell maybe 30 or 40 you would gradually put the price up um, and within a few weeks of departure you'll have filled most of the space and anybody who wants to book after that will be paying a lot of cash. In a perfect world that final airline seat or cruise ship cabin would be sold a day or two before departure and whoever pays it buys it will pay more than any previous traveller and certainly for a lot of British Airways fares that's what I see I was off to Prague last weekend and uh, on the day um, the very last seats were selling for £800 um, 
that was partly, of course, because British Airways was cancelling quite a lot of flights. But often that kind of perfect booking curve simply doesn't happen. Sometimes the companies get it completely wrong on cruises. I've been on one uh, in the Caribbean over Christmas, which the company said they could have sold three or four times over. They basically underpriced it. More often though, in my experience, the initial price is ambitiously high and sales can prove fairly sluggish. Um, and therefore, since any travel product is extremely perishable, I mean, that seat just across the aisle from me uh, is just money that's gone forever from Ryanair's point of view, they will do what they can to stimulate demand. And the best way to do that is to cut prices. And I'm looking at this because somebody got in touch saying, oh, I know this couple, frontline workers, they booked a cruise well in advance. The same cabin type on the cruise is now selling at £1,000 less. Um, they've got an inside cabin. Somebody booking now a concierge stateroom, don't know what that is, but it sounds important, um, is going to be able to get that for less than the couple paid for their inside cabin. Is that fair? No, it definitely isn't fair. But you will find that the prices on cruises can be very deep, very late, involving throwing in extras, upgraded cabins, onboard credits, anything to get those cabins filled. That's partly because, actually, the it's all to do with marginal cost pricing. So on a plane, if somebody was going to be sitting in 31C across the aisle from me, all that Ryanair would want to do is to make enough to cover the air passenger duty and the uh, handling fees at the airports and a tiny bit of fuel for the extra weight involved. And if they could sell for yeah, maybe 20 quid, that would um, still be better than nothing, particularly if the person buys an overpriced or reasonably priced, depending on your point of view, cup of tea. On cruise ships, it is even more significant because if you have an empty cabin, that person sure isn't eating meals, which typically might cost the uh, cruise line £15 a day to provide, but they're not ordering wine, they're not buying drinks, uh, they're not booking excursions. And so cruise companies really want to sell at almost any price they can get. I always ask fellow passengers on cruises how much they pay, even in the height of summer. And I remember this clearly, it was a very good Thompson, as it was, then was Tui now, cruise to the um, eastern Mediterranean, even middle of August. Yep, people who book late got a much, much better deal. And I don't mind because they haven't enjoyed the anticipation of the voyage ahead. Oh, let's just see what's happening here. There's just the seatbelt light going on. They also took, of course, the risk that no cabins would be available. I would love to think, in the case of this couple, that they would be given a, a refund. That is absolutely not going to be happening. 
they could conceivably, if their agent is any good, get a cabin upgrade. But otherwise, I fear it's just down to experience. And if you are not tied, for instance, by school holidays, then late booking does seem to be the way to go. If you don't want to feel annoyed and possibly slightly foolish at paying too much. Anyway, that's all there is for this week from the Independent Travel Podcast. I look forward to exploring Sweden and I will talk to you again on Monday. Thanks for listening. Goodbye.